It is time to check in with the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill, and I'm glad to hear my favorite Christmas song, <laughs> Fairy Tale of New York, playing. Uh, the old rock critic just never can get enough of that one. It's a beautiful song. I know, I know we're not supposed to listen to it anymore, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, I, And I, I expect the listener is going, hey, it's Christmas Eve. Surely to God this guy will lighten up. <laughs> but no. Season's greetings from BC Hydro. So you may recall that BC Hydro began the month by making a big deal that they were giving us a one-time credit on our rates, mm-hmm. 0.61%. So 0.61%. It was 4 bucks. That was all it was. But hey, go out and buy a latte and enjoy yourself on BC Hydro. Well, it turns out that what BC Hydro giveth, it also taketh away. Because Hydro this week quietly applied for an ongoing rate increase twice as great as the one-time rebate. So they're asking the Utilities Commission for a 1.16% rate increase, which would work out to, this is Hydro's number, $2 a month, $19 a year. If the rate increase takes effect, it would take effect in 2022. So... Uh, BC Hydro is out there looking for more money, and they're going to try to hold us upside down and shake shake out that four bucks and uh, what nineteen dollars more? Uh, sorry, fifteen dollars more. Yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't how when they do the rebates, it's all put out there, and the information is front and center. Everybody knows about it, uh, but when the increase application goes in, it's very quiet. Yes, it is. Uh, Utilities Commission, by the way, has posted this application on its website yesterday. So, <laughs> commission, the commission, let us know what Hydro's looking for. It's interesting. They, they, BC Hydro does tend to believe in inundating you with information. Uh, you can't really accuse them of withholding stuff. It's just that you've got to go through it all and read the footnotes to find out what you actually need to know. So a thousand pages of filings yesterday, and I'm, as you know, been following what's going on with Site C. So a year ago, BC Hydro found a serious problem at Site C, uh, uh, an issue with the foundations of the dam, which is kind of fundamental, uh, powerhouse and the spillways, geotechnical issues. They found it a year ago. They didn't tell us about it till last summer. And so I went through these thousand pages looking for Site C references, and what I found was they're still working on it. They're still looking for a solution. They haven't figured it out yet. Uh, when they figure it out, they'll let us know. Um, it, it's changed the budget, but they don't say to what. So mm, the working number for, high, for the cost of Site C is $10.7 billion. That's probably going to go up. Uh, it'll probably affect the construction schedule. Um, but they don't, there's no news on that. They've known about this problem for a year. There's nothing in these thousand pages that I can find that add any insider knowledge to this. Uh, you may recall as well, Jill, the premier appointed a, an independent engineer to look into the problem. He says, the premier says he's waiting for that report to come back. He says that when he gets the report, that will decide whether the project is put on the shelf or goes on and how much it'll cost to keep going. Here's what I find incredible about it. Meanwhile, BC Hydro is continuing flat out on construction at Site C. 
So the premier is saying, hey, I've made up my mind whether we're going to finish this thing, but hydro is building flat out. We get these construction updates from BC Hydro every two weeks. There's more than 4,000 people working at Site C. Project was held up a little bit by the pandemic, but you know they diverted the river. They're spending rough estimate about 100 million bucks a month, so approaching six billion dollars spent. And they're still not telling us whether the problem can be fixed and how much it's going to cost. And meanwhile, they want a rate increase. So Merry Christmas from BC Hyde. It just is a bit, I mean, the disconnect, to put it lightly, with having, like you said, 4,000 people working. Are they going to work every day saying, mm, well, this might not be here in a month. We're still waiting for a final word. It's incredible to hear. I mean, every time the Premier gets asked about this, he says, well, you know, I'm waiting for this report. Uh, more than a few people out there, including me, think that the reason he appointed that engineer back in July to review it was so he wouldn't have to talk about Site C during the election campaign that he was already planning back in July. So that's what I think one of the reasons for the appointing the engineer was. But look, suppose that when we finally get this report, maybe any day now, maybe we hear about what's in it in the new year, the premier were to actually announce, um, oh, that's it, putting it back on the shelf. Like The first question is going to be, if you knew that was a possibility back in July, why the heck did you allow construction to continue? Because if you've spent $6 billion already, sooner or later, it's going to have to be paid for. And the rate payer listening this morning might go, gee, I bet that's going to show up in rates one of these days, too. Or if they continue and finish the project, uh, it's probably going to cost more than the number we were given. Uh, because the fix could be very expensive. We, we have no idea whether it will or won't be. But it really is quite incredible to see this thing, on the one hand, officially, according to the Premier, being in a kind of limbo where he hasn't decided that he's going to finish it. And on the other hand, construction uh, proceeding flat out. And wasn't there some, before the election, wasn't there some thought that one of the reasons he was kind of uh, playing both sides here was because he did need the support of the Green Party. Uh, He didn't want to come out, like you said, he knew he was going to call an election. Uh, He doesn't have those strings anymore. And here we have a $10 billion budget. Like you said as well, that fix isn't part of this budget. It just seems so bizarre that we're in this scenario. It is, and... You know, the, the, you're right to mention the Greens, Jill, because they have been pushing on this since the summer. When this initial report came out of the troubles at Site C, the Greens got up and asked about it. Of course, you know, the, the Liberals, the opposition, can't really make much of an issue of this because they're the ones who started the project. And they're the ones who went ahead and, and started building it when there was documented history of geotechnical concerns at Site C. This is the the latest problem, Hydro says, is new and manifested itself a year ago, but there's ample documentation going way back to the 1980s that there have been concerns about geotechnical issues at that point in the river for decades. So only the Greens have been as you say, up and asking about this. They asked about it again in the legislature when we had that short session earlier this month, and they get nowhere. The premier says, oh, we're waiting for that engineer's report, and until then, you know, I'm just waiting to find out. Um, 
I would have to say, Jill, that I think there's lots of people at BC Hydro, including the head of BC Hydro that John Horgan handpicked and appointed. Uh, there are officials in the government who already have a pretty good idea how big this problem is and what can be done about it, if anything. And if John Horgan really wanted to know, he could pick up the telephone and ask them. On that note, uh, we will leave it there. Vaughn, have a lovely uh, Christmas and holiday if you get some time off and uh, probably won't talk to you again until the new year. Uh, Well, good to talk to you, (laughs) You too.